You're listening to that. <laughs> Crotch Goblins podcast. Okay, thank you again, everybody, for joining me tonight. I have Jayla. Well, I guess it'd be morning, noon, night, wherever, whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> and we've tried to address this weird noise thing. We have no idea what it is. I think it's just back reverberation of when I'm talking. Because when I'm not talking, it doesn't go through. Huh. See? It's all gone. And now it goes back. <laughs> So bear with us, you guys, but we will deal with our audio as best as we can tonight. Um, so a little bit about Jayla that I know of, at least, is um, she's a rocking single mom of three little adorable boys. She's a boy mom. She's got two twin boys and a little older boy. I want to say Jalen, but I think it's my friend's other kid who's named Jalen. Is it Jalen? No. Zeke. Zeke. Okay. Yeah. See, I have so many pins, friends with kids on the thing. I'm scrolling through and there's always kids on my Facebook. <laughs> oh, I think that was Olivia. <laughs> but your kids are awesomely adorable. Amazing. Um, you posted a video just recently of them hollering out the door, which cracked me up because my daughter literally did that in the car that same day, which was cracking me up. I'm like, oh, that's our trip to Walmart today. She's just all of a sudden, ah! <laughs> ah! Like, Mila, can you stop? Stop. Seriously. And then my son started in with her. So yeah, totally understand that one. <laughs> um, we, a little bit more that you are kind of, um, I'm not sure if like you're kind of like an entrepreneur mostly on your job so you, you start doing eyebrows which I paint mine on so I'm definitely gonna need some <laughs> one day <laughs> and then uh and then um and one thing that we have in common which I really wanted to bring you on was dealing with relationships no matter how they are romantic family friends whatever relationships with narcissistic people and I know that you and I share that in similar and different aspects. And so um, why don't you just dive in a little bit more? Anything I didn't cover that you'd like to start off with? And that way we can stop this reverberation part. <laughs> it doesn't happen when I talk? No, it sure doesn't. Well, then I'll talk. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I'm a single mom, three boys, um, twin one-year-olds. They just had their first birthday. And then the two and a half year old. Which, Zeke. by the way, the cactus idea with balloons was an amazing idea. Oh <laughs> Pinterest way. <laughs> like, loved it. Um, yeah, they just had their first birthday. It was so much fun. And now I'm planning Zeke's birthday. I can't believe that. Um, but yeah, so mom to twins and a single mom to three. Um I, yeah, I do permanent makeup. So that's kind of what I do. I also coach soccer and stuff, but, um, the kids' dad is actually, um, you know, when we went through the court process and everything, he had to do the psych evaluation and I kind of had some like assumptions before because I do have a mental health background. Um, so I was like, I kind of think, you know, he's got psychopathic tendencies. And then I was like, but he also has a lot of narcissistic narcissistic behaviors, which they kind of overlap um, yeah. a little bit. And so just distinguishing because there's people who have poor coping skills that can also present as narcissism. 
Um, and so that's why I feel like so many people like it's like a trend word now, like, oh, I'm dating a narcissist. And I'm like, you're probably just dating somebody who or they get that mixed up with egotistical, which is different, too. Exactly. Or like somebody, you know, a lot of people gaslight, especially if they grew up in abusive homes or homes with like neglect or, you know, where they had to barter for that attention or the things they needed and stuff. So kind of just like knowing that difference. But Anyways, that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was kind of just saying, I'm, that's amazing that you actually got to do that psyche valve because I would have loved to have that for my son's father. Because yeah, well, I, in a weird way, we got very lucky because um, he kind of snapped, which isn't usual for narcissists. They're mm-hmm. usually in control, um, but me how I am I'm very calm and um I guess like aware Mm -hmm. so I kind of knew what he was trying to do and how I acted kind of pushed his limits and so he ended up like having a breakdown which was good for all of us him included because he got that evaluation um done and so we were able to really see like what it you know what was going on which was those two uh, comorbidities, the yeah. narcissism and the psychopathic tendencies. And that's another thing too, like, um, and I know this sounds weird, right? We we hear these words, psychopath and psychopath, and or sorry, sociopath and psychopath, right? And we think really bad, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be a killer. What it's saying is that they have a really distraught way of looking at things and that we have to really especially at a young age really retune that vision and that way of focusing um and i've we started noticing that my son's having we can't discern yet right now i think it's just because they kind of overlap like you were saying a lot of them do overlap i don't know if it's sociopath or psychopath but it's more because he's got empathy but at the same time he a lot of times shows no empathy on things mm-hmm. um except for family members which falls in line with psychopaths yeah. So it's just kind of weird. So we're looking into that too. I'm not sure what's going on, but you know, and that's the thing, it doesn't mean that he's going to go out and kill people. He's not torturing and hanging up the dog or the cat, you know, it's just mm-hmm. he's got a different way of viewing things and we've got to try and work yeah. differently. And yeah. Yeah. We hear, you know, psychopath and we think like criminal minds <laughs> like, <Yeah>. right away. <laughs> right. Like, but that's not, that's not what it really like. It's not like that extreme all the time. So, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah, so, you know, the majority of psychopaths actually never kill. Yeah. They, they find, you know, they find things that interest them that we wouldn't find interesting, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, different way of looking at things. Definitely. Yeah. Well, different worldview, completely different worldview, but, um, oh my God, my eye, I'm sorry. No, you're right. <laughs> but, um, I always make like the weird face when I itch my eye. But um, <laughs> anyways, so, you know, we got lucky because we like all these big events happened that led to the courts forcing um, an evaluation. And I say like lucky for all of us because it really like opened up his eyes that, you know, there there was something wrong, like that you couldn't deny it. It was there in front of all of us and everyone. And so it kind of forced him to like take a step back it gave me a tool where I could say, no, like it's documented. There is something wrong with you. Like this is how it is rather than 
you know, it's just, oh, that's just your opinion. It's like, no, this is, it is what it is. It's in the court thing. Like, we know what it is. And so it kind of leveled that out a bit and stuff. So, um, yeah, he got his diagnosis and then. Um, I know you guys were having issues um, with uh, visitations and stuff with the boys. We were. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's when all of that was going on. So um, he had the big blow up. He couldn't see the kids uh, for a couple of weeks. We had to go into like hiding. Essentially, I wasn't allowed to go back to my house because oh, wow. uh, the cops said it wasn't safe. Uh, and then it was probably like two or three weeks. He started getting supervised visits. He had to attend, you know, different classes, had to go to counseling, um, a whole bunch of stuff, which at the beginning, I feel like just gave him tools for new ways to manipulate, Mm. um, because that's kind of, you know, that's narcissistic's MO is how can I always be ahead and work the situation in my favor? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's so we, my son's father well biological father which is I and that's the thing that's I want people to understand like that's what like a sociopath and psychopath think of it's it's not and this is where I was telling me and my husband were talking about I'm like I really think that he was a psychopath or a sociopath because mm-hmm. th- when you're in the military right you have these rules you get up at this time you do this you iron your clothes you have to look this way you have to do that these are the rules he always go around the rules like mm-hmm. we're having a uniform inspection i expect your uniform to be here right you know they're talking about on you right they're talking about on you pressed and clean showing that it fits he would show up with it on a hanger oh my gosh of course and like looking at him are you kidding me right now and he was like well you didn't say it had to be on me he's like Yes, it has to fit you. That is uniform regulation. It has to fit you. And mm-hmm. the kids would be like, are you kidding me right now? And he's like, go up to the officer's, you know, go up to the divo's office now, which is the vision officers, the divos. He's like, go to the divo's office now. And it's just like, just do it. Wait, what's wrong with you? But that was how he would do it. He would sit there and tell you, oh, I have an associate's degree. And I'm like, when did you go to college? Oh, my God. I'm like, you don't have an associate's degree. Yes, I did. When did you get it? Oh, uh, when I was on the ship. I'm like, no, you didn't. Everyone told me you were in first jacket, which like, okay, by the way, he sat there and said, you know, he'd be like, oh, well, they wouldn't let me take the test and I couldn't rank, you know, that's why I couldn't rank up. And then I was like, that doesn't sound right. I talked to everyone. No, he refused to take the test. <laughs> like, this is what I'm talking about, guys. Sociopath. Like, it's never their fault. There's always another reason. They are better than that. He also he also would be, and I don't mean to change this off your subject, but I want to just add to it that he would also, um, when it came to dating, and I don't know if this falls in one of the things, so just let me know, but he would, he would basically start cheating on the girl, but he would start distancing herself from him, or him from her, and it would get to the point where either she cheated too, or she left him and the last girl before me cheated and you turn around oh she cheated on me it's not my fault I'm ending the relationship Uh but when I found this out later wait you cheated on her with me he didn't tell me he was in a relationship 
but he cheated on her with me so uh, he was distancing himself from her you know and I didn't know this nobody in the shop told me like shame on all of you who listen and know this shame on all of you who didn't say shit <laughs> and then all of a sudden boom she cheats and he turns around and says it's her fault I'm like oh no 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 you don't get to paint that picture oh. your ass cheated and then why did I think anything would change with me what did he do with me same thing yeah I went on to I had to go up to Washington for three weeks I got pregnant right before I left it was the last time we had sex (laughs) and I come back and we always had the dog's kennel next to the front door it was like a little fun thing I like to do it was like slowly open the door and then like bust it open like boom scare them before they barked you know just to scare the crud out of them I didn't realize he was home and I did that thinking it was just the dogs. And he's like, what are you trying to do? Catch me? And I was like, catch you what? Yeah. With someone? And I'm like, should I worry about catching you with somebody? And then that hit red, red flag for me. Then I started realizing, oh, he's starting to want to spend time, air quotes, with his friend's house. Which he would. I would call them. They say he was over there. You know why? Because he would go over there and then meet his date there and go on a date with him. Yeah, so. He's smart. <laughs> narcissist. And you know what he used to tell everyone? Oh, that's not my kid. She wouldn't slept with someone in culinary school. I'm like, all I did was go to culinary school or home. What are you talking about? And then when that didn't fit the parameters, he goes, oh, it was someone when you were on your three-week military leave. I'm like, Okay that's what that sociopath i'm gonna work my way around is not my fault it's everybody else's they'll always twist the picture turn it around yep (laughs) oh girl but i really do i think gosh i wish that happened for more people i really wish more people got you know an evaluation for the love of jesus like well it's hard to get like a narcissist or sociopath to willingly go get an evaluation like, oh I don't know I want them I want them court order I'm like why can I have had yeah. that court ordered and then the judge could have been like no yeah. I won't give this guy every weekend or every other weekend and a whole week visitation mm-hmm. because that'd be stupid no duh which I kept trying to fight it in court <laughs> no yeah I got very lucky honestly because a lot of I I mean like I'm in single mom groups and stuff and hearing all their stories and of their you know, narcissistic or maladaptive co-parents or counterparents, I guess. Um, Why do, like you were saying, he found new ways to manipulate the situation. Why? Why? What's frustrating is like judges don't pick up on it. That's probably the most frustrating thing to me. Like I was like sitting here thinking the other day of just like some some of my friends and stuff in their court situations I mean ours was relatively quick I feel like I honestly got so lucky because it was less than a year and oh yeah mine dragged on for three and a half years three yeah I can't even imagine mine was yeah mine was less than a year by the time we settled everything um I got you know the evaluation was court ordered almost right away um so I feel like honestly, like I got really lucky because I sit there and like I watch other single moms go through this and I'm like watching their stories. I'm like, why isn't the 
um, judge like just putting an end to it or you know uh, ordering an evaluation because like I think of like this one mom where the her counterparent has quite a bit of money so he can afford to just keep going to court and she doesn't and so you know she's paying 20,000 a year just in court bills because he takes her to court every few months because he wants something minor changed or whatever and like the judge even said in what like the last court date that you know you can't take her to court for another year but then somehow he got to do it again two months later what and it's just like you know like it there needs to be like a stop to it I think and I'm like judges should have to take some courses in like mental health and like relationship dynamics I totally agree a thousand percent a thousand percent like like if you family court you need to understand family psychology like then just you have to you gotta realize that people are in these two little ponds oh he wants this he wants this no 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 this one has manipulative things that i was gonna try and lie in court and do this and do that and what part about that i want oh i used to yell this at the judge all the time at the bottom does it not say under perjury i claim this to be true I have just proven that he lied in court on documents on his own text messages, and yet you're not holding him accountable for this? Yeah. How does this... What? What? Mm -hmm. Don't sit there and tell me that you can hold someone on perjury when you're not going to. That makes no sense. But yeah, nothing's ever done. Like, there's no rep, like, reprimanded for it. No. When he did that, he would do... Like, you talk about that guy would go every couple of months my ex wouldn't take I had to take him to court because he would go oh well it didn't say I had to do it this way Mm -hmm. I'm like it says you have to be at my son's therapy with him well it doesn't say that what um, that I have to uh, agree to that therapist so then we had to go to court then he's like well I want I want to think I want to agree on the judge or on the therapist. And he's like, I didn't like any of the therapists she picked. He's like, I want, are you ready for this? He's like, I want a, um, oh, what is the therapy? What are those ones that give out that are the ones that give medications? Psychiatrist. I want him to see a psychiatrist. And then my lawyer's like, a psychiatrist doesn't do therapy. They give out medication, you idiot. And we had to go to court again. And then finally, my lawyer is like, your honor, this is ridiculous. He is costing my client money on purpose. He is dragging this through the courts because he doesn't want to be a father and step up to the bat and take his child and go to therapy. And the judge was like, you will attend whatever therapist she picks on whatever day they pick. I'm like, thank you. It only took three damn months Mm -hmm. and four visits in court. Yeah. I only had like one issue like that. And it was, what was going on? Oh, there was more, but that was just like the worst. The old, uh, oldest was uh, having like food intolerance issues. And so when he'd have his supervised visits, I'd be like, okay, he like he can have this. And I'd tell him like ahead of time. And he was like trying to fight it, saying like, I can feed him what I, what I want. I'm like, no, it's like doctor's order. Like yeah, this, this is it. This is at this point, it was going to the attorney because we had, like, a no-contact order. Yeah. But he was, like, arguing it. And then he, like, posted on Facebook. He's like, B, I'll feed my kid what I want. Like, you psycho B, think you can tell me what. And I'm like, 
it's not about you and me telling you it's about like our kid is sick we need to figure out what's causing it yes and so like he was on like an elimination diet so like that was one thing like in court and he was pretty mad about it um but I'm just like you know, like at this point like it's about our son it's not about you being upset and i really don't care like you you can hate me and you can have all these girls on your Facebook page say I'm an awful mom but in reality like I'm making sure that my kid's not pooping blood (laughs) right and and you're not dealing with the aftermath yeah but like honestly like since all of that um I think like just the biggest thing for me was like creating that space so like we didn't talk even after um because the restraining order got dropped or dismissed or reduced is what it was. So we could still communicate because we had the kids and stuff. Um, He could, I don't think he could come to my place at that point yet. But so like it got reduced, but my thing, like I didn't communicate with them still at all about times, anything like I had other people communicate with them about it because it like in the court order didn't say I had to, it -hmm. just had to be that we were doing these things and just having like no access to me for a while um and as bad as this sounds like letting him move on to a new target (laughs) like and that's honestly like when uh not so much now but like at that beginning part when he was with somebody else it was a lot easier for us Mm -hmm. I wasn't the like his focus on what he was trying to you know manipulate or work or focus on I was just kind of like the afterthought, which is fine with me. (laughs) Yeah. But also like girlfriend, watch out. (laughs) Right. Well, and that's, and that was the thing. Like I used to like yell at whenever I'd see him in person. I'm like, just stop. And he'd like, look at me. I'm like, just stop. Because in the end you're doing this for you and not for our son. And that is the whole idea. The therapy is for our son. Whether you believe it works or not, you should come and show him that you're being supportive with him. It is for him, not for you. This isn't against you. This is for him. When it comes to his school, it's not for you. It's for him. The money you pay in child support isn't for me. It's for him. Mm -hmm. This is all about him, not you, not me. Drop that. And he just never could. And it got to the point where I said, either you are going to keep, like, I kept all the documents. And my sons asked me, I said, when you turn 18 or you're 16 and you're, you know, good to go on your life, I will let you read the documents. I go, until then, you're not. I said, but, you know, when someone has to keep demanding someone talks to you, then that's not someone who you want in your life. Yeah. And I literally had to take him to court and fight to demand him to spend more time with my son, demand him to have more contact with my son. Like you can't sit there and tell me you love your son and you do anything for him. And you'd be happy to take more time with him. When, when I do reach out to you, you deny it or you say no. And second of all, you don't contact him and you, you know what I mean? Like, it does, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, well, let's move on. Um, <laughs> so, um, so that, that's been that. Have you, I guess, how has dating life been? I mean, for me as a single mom, 
don't laugh too hard, but I swear I felt like <laughs> it was the the night after come that grew up into some people that had no raising or children. And then you're like, I have to pick from this pot of swine for a date. I think because uh. <laughs> uh yeah, I let's see, I went on a date with one guy and um <laughs> I said, look, I'm a full working mom. I work full time. I gotta get my son. I could probably ask the babysitter for a half an hour extra. So I normally get off at 5.30. All right. Normally get off at 5.30. Yeah. And um, I'll give you until 6.30. And because it'd take me like 15 minutes to get there. So, so you have 45 minutes. I'll be there at 5.45. I, I timed it one day too. So I knew exactly how long it took me to get to that restaurant from work. And I was like, so you have from 545, which I hope to see you there until 630, you know, when I have to leave and or like 625 when I have to go pick up my son. And he's like, okay, 545, 550, 555. I'm texting him. Hey, where are you at? Nothing. Screw oh. this shit. I'm ordering. I'm starving. So I got an app and I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I'll get a beer too. Screw this shit. I'm, I'm going to be sitting here <laughs> and text nothing. Now it's 610 and hey, yeah, um, I'm on my way. How long until you'll be here? How about fun by yourself? Yeah, and he's like, about 10 minutes. And I said, I'm leaving at 625. I told you to be here at 545. Mm -hmm. You wanted to have this date with me. You were to be here at 545. Yeah. And he was like, well, I'll be there. So he shows up. And I'm like, so what's your reasoning? Oh, I just got tied up playing video games. Mm-mm, nope. Wow. Okay. I said, man, wow. child. Right. <laughs> so I asked for my bill. I looked down, slapped a 20 on it. And I said, well, it was nice talking to you for the last four minutes. I have to go get my son now. Thank you for wasting my time charging me up a child babysitter and please do not message me. And I watched char- out. We should start charging booking fees for dates. Right? <laughs> do you guys not realize that we have to pay? If you want to spend time with me. Up, like- I'm going to need this in advance. You can get the refund if you show up to the date. Um, I Otherwise took a deposit of $30 for every half hour. So $6 an hour if you want to go on a date with me. Yeah. And they'll be like, well, why? I'm like, oh, you're not paying for my time. No, honey. You're paying for my babysitter. Yeah. I'll give you that $60 back. You show up. <laughs> yep. Oh, no. Actually, there should be a clause. If you, it, there should be a clause. If you do not disgust me within the first 15 to 20 minutes, you'll get your money back. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the catch right there no I had I think I posted did I post a picture of it I may not have posted a picture of this one I love like I love exposing d-bag guys I do that every time so like on my profile like I'm very blunt like I'm like I don't do hookups I'm pretty like concerned or like reserved when it comes to like sexual stuff don't don't message me hey sexy like I don't that's not how we're starting this conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my page like is very blunt about like, don't approach me like you're just looking to F me. Right. 
And so this guy the other day sends me this message and he's like, wow, I can't tell if I want to respect the F out of you or F the respect out of you. And I was like, or you could F off. And I did this little emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Because then I just tell you not to do that. And then, yeah, and then he, like, went off. He's like, you're such a B. It was an effing joke. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, don't approach women like that. Like, hello, have some respect. I would have been like, um, I blocked him. Know- like, I was like, you're not like, worth, like, my you don't know how to read because I just said not to do that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. like, they just, they have no respect for women. But I think a lot of women don't have respect for themselves. <sighs> and they let guys get away with that. And so they just keep doing it. Like, they're boys. Well, you let them act they, away, they're going to keep exactly. acting away. It's kind of one of those, like, well, it's kind of guys are. No. Yeah, no. Women need to set a precedent. Yeah. We need to say, oh, I have extremely high expectations. I think that's probably why I'm still single. I was seeing a guy for like four months and he like got mad because he, like, you know, when like you can tell they do like the quick app shut so that you don't see or whatever I could tell like he got all like panicky to shut his app and I was like nah what was that about and he popped off he got so mad and I'm I was like, just like so the fact that you're I was like so that's defensive. clearly a sign because like <laughs> yeah I was like because nobody get like if you were like hey what's on your phone I'd be like here's my phone <laughs> like have a look-see You'll well, see not, a lot it's of not even that. it's that if he wasn't guilty of something he wouldn't be upset about it yeah exactly I'm like so that ended like right then oh yeah so I was just like I'm not I'm not going I did the cheater thing I'm not not doing that again Mm-mm. I don't even want to feel insecure about it like I so. will say this other thing too right we need to stop allowing guys to have us make time for them that was my biggest thing that I had such a hard time with well, hey, I'd love to see you. Oh, well, um, I can see you tomorrow at this time. No, B, you need to set the time for him. No, I'm sorry. I'm telling you right now, I have tonight between five and seven. If you don't want to see me now, to the loose. Because so this is what I do. I like, so if I'm like talking to, and like we, you know, just start matching and start talking, I say, I'm available this day, this time, this day. And I give them like four options. Mm-hmm. And then I don't even say anything else. Like, I'm I not like, do you want to do That's how anything? you do, like, that's how you do entrepreneurship. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's, it's exactly, I'm like, I treat them like a potential client. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> but it, like, that's business the times I have available. And then if they don't plan something, so if they're like, okay, well, like, let's do Saturday. And I'm like, okay. And if you don't tell me like where, and time I'm not saying anything I'm not messaging you I'm not we're not chit-chatting like this is definitely why I'm single but I don't even care because I'm like it in my mind for anybody guy or girl if you care enough to do something you're going to do it I've set the precedent that you're planning this these are the times I'm available if you care enough to figure it out you will and like I've had maybe three guys step up to the plate and be able to do that. I, so for my husband, when we first met, we met online, 100% online. Um, Actually, I was completely done. Girl, my six and a half years of online 
like of being a single mom six and a half years and mm -hmm. I was like I'm done the last guy I like really seriously thought about dating because this guy was a junior high school crush man I was like oh my god he's single oh my gosh he's interested in me like dream come true started going on dates with him was great started finding out more and more things about him like wow this guy really doesn't give two shits about himself like mm -hmm. he had diabetes but yet was drinking beer all the time he drank it so much that he literally lost eyesight in one of his eyes and i'm like wow. maybe you should not be drinking beer yeah well i like it okay that's a red flag and then I started like backing off a bit and I was like, maybe I just shouldn't like as much as I really like this guy, maybe I just really liked who he used to be. And I started thinking about it and it was my birthday coming up and I was like, Hey, I'd really like to spend my birthday with you. And he goes, well, I'm really not feeling good. I'm just going to stay at home. And I said, and this is me, girl. I'm being a nice person. This is the nice person in me. Except I really wish I wasn't nice sometimes. Because <laughs> I was like, well, why don't I get my birthday dinner and just hang out? We'll come over to your house, watch a movie. I'll get a babysitter. And he was like, yeah, sure. You know, he was saying, yeah, I'll take the free dinner. Mm -hmm. Had nothing to do with me. Free dinner. I went out and got Outback Steakhouse, girl. Because it was my birthday. I wanted mm -hmm. Outback Steakhouse. Bought him a steak as well. Because I'm a nice person. And that was the night that he decided to dump me after he ate his damn steak. But karma did come back and bite him in the ass. He started choking on one of the steak bites. Oh, dang. I was hoping for poisoning. Oh, he was choking. I mean, he literally was choking. I was like, are you okay? And his friend's like, are you choking? And he like nods yes. And I'm like, I look at his friend. I'm like, because he's like across the room at me. And mm -hmm. his friend's right next to him. I'm like, are you going to help him? And he's like pats him on the back and I'm like you need to Heimlich him and oh he looked so I ran over there and I did it I'm like why did I do that I should just let his ass choke to death freaking trying to dump me on my damn birthday oh my god <laughs> how embarrassing he turns around that's my fear he Choking texted me that night and said I don't think we can be together and I was like, are you kidding me? After I literally freaking saved your life and I bought you a damn steak dinner, you're breaking up with me on my birthday. I was like, I hope you, I hope you choke the next time you have another damn steak. And I hope your friends don't know how to hell save you. Oh my gosh. I got dumped on my birthday once. too. <laughs> I got cheated on on my birthday once. My boyfriend was late to pick me up to take me to the movies because he was cheating on me. Uh. I found out like two days later. His friend I found was out on my birthday about getting cheated on, but I don't know if it happened on my birthday. Oh God! <laughs> but, so, but but I found out on my birthday. It oh. was like the morning of, and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> You're like, "Way to start a day." Can we have literally like I had like five years in a row where on my birthday bad things happened. Oh. so like for three years I like didn't do anything on my birthday I was like let's just avoid this day <laughs> I'm like hiding in my house like, oh girl nothing bad can happen if I hide so this last year was my first year 
doing something and I just like went to dinner with my family but I was like a stress ball I was like I don't want to talk to anybody on my birthday I'm please like, nothing bad happen please someone's bad gonna happen. be mean to me <laughs> and then I'm gonna cry isn't that funny like we're adults now and yeah our birthday is like the one day we still like please just don't screw up our birthday oh, I'm insane about people's birthdays like I get so excited <laughs> like my kids I have they're gonna hate me when they're older. Oh, like yeah. I make us all wear matching shirts <laughs> for their I, I seriously, I'm big on birthdays. I, you know, previous podcasts earlier, people, you know, you heard that I, my parents never did birthdays for me at 13. At 13, I finally was allowed to have a birthday party. Are you ready for this? I had a price limit that I could not go over. It was like a hundred bucks, but that had to be party favors, cake location Ooh. yeah and I was like wait I have to plan this <laughs> I had to plan my birthday my cake I, I had to plan it to have my own birthday party <laughs> at 13 like my parents were just like I give up I also have like this massive anxiety of like hosting a party and nobody showing up dude so like I won't I won't do like my own birthday party I will not like if that would have been me I would have been like Spumoni I'm out like <laughs> I'm not planning my own party girl Wrap try going into multi-level marketing or network marketing and just no one's gonna show up most of the time <laughs> most of the time yes. I'm like well no one's here I'm gonna put on this anyhow so Katie and I put them here Katie would you like to buy yes I would I've seen that it's amazing I know thank you <laughs> My husband, I literally had my husband sitting here on the couch and I'm like, would you, and I would go like crazy mode. Like I'd put up like, and now today, do you see this beautiful bottle? It's gorgeous. Isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Inside of this though is the isogenesis. It's amazing. Do you know what this little pill, let me pull it up here. This little pill here, you know, like <laughs> my husband's like, no, why can't you do that when you have a normal party? Like, cause people would run out the front door going, this woman has lost her damn mind. <laughs> Next time, she's going to tell me that this water is a magical elixir that's going to make my hair grow 10 times longer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, I did uh, I did network marketing for a little bit. It's hard. It really is. And, you know, got people. I think people give it a really bad tune to it, but they got to understand, one, it just matters if it works for you, you know? Mm -hmm. and That's the thing. Like, one of my really good friends. She makes like 10000 a month. Oh, yeah. And it's, but that's the thing too, right? It Not just the works for you, but like, you can try it, you know, and the products, it just depends. But what I'm saying is like, you don't have to sell it, right? Like, if the products work for you, then the products work. Like, mm -hmm. I've done Advocare, didn't work for me. Herbalife didn't work for me. These other things didn't work for me. Isogenics works for me. I love, I'm not, as funny. <laughs> I did... Oh my god, I can't even remember. Oh, it works. I did it. It yes. works. But I still do my isogenic shakes. Like I love isogenic. Like oh my god. Right. I and still do them. And that's the thing, right? It's just if it works and you like it, then it works. Mm -hmm. You know, it and that works. It never worked for me. I'm gonna tell you. Like I'm like, okay, I did the whole wrap. I don't know what inches you're supposed to take it off of my heel or something because the <laughs> thing come off my gut. The it works wrap. Yeah, does never work. I have a couple I'm gonna do on my saggy post twin skin and yeah. see if it helps. There was a lady since so near Washington in Spokane. 
Oh god, I'll have to look her up again. But I looked for this one, it was like an herbal wrap. She literally soaks these bandages in like herbal stuff and she like tightly wraps you and then like wraps you in the bags and it's all hot and stuff. I literally <laughs> lost like two inches off that with her. I was like, okay. Whoo. I was like, no, that's, got, like that's it. Shaggy skin. That's my issue, is like collagen girl. Collagen. I know. I just got some because my knees are hurting. And I was like, oh, this is gonna help my skin too. Yeah. Don't forget those shakes. Collagen. They just came out too at Isogenics. Uh, Isogenics has their little, those look good. The, well, the little collagen bottles that we talk, the little, oh, they're yeah. so good. Yeah, the seat, they're, oh, oh, they're yeah, yeah. good. My friend, she gets them. E collagen. Like, yeah, dude. I have them in the fridge. <laughs> Down so good. <laughs> usually, uh, yeah, usually I don't like to do collagen because it tastes fishy. This is sweet. It's really good. Actually, I had to keep my kids from getting it turds <laughs> but you know and that's the thing right Most, you know it's i always tell people I'm like look just come over let me present it try it if you don't like it oh well there's the door you're not gonna hurt my yeah. feelings uh, the fact that you came made me happy yeah you know if you don't come i'm gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna bug you next time hey come on over but you know oh, well, i will cry <laughs> i'm sensitive <laughs> you know and so like you know i, I feel like that's just that's the thing right like uh you just gotta do what works for you mm-hmm. i think that that would be a great question to end this with since we kind of just like goofed off i think this is a goof off most call it goof we off. got distracted <laughs> but well no i mean well back to like the dating right like that was with my husband when you were talking about setting your parameters that was me and my husband i literally was like my friends like please just get on this dating site with me and i'm like dude i've deleted everything i'm done i'm done with that shit i'll just I'll be a single mom. And when my son's 13, I'm going on a single cruise and I'm going to hit that up. That like, sounds like fun. Right? I was like 50 guys, whatever. It's whatever happens on the seas, on the seas, it's me. I'm just done. <laughs> you know? And she she was like, please. So I was like, okay, fine. And uh, that was when my husband, it's funny. My husband actually messaged her too, but she shot him down <laughs> and then he messaged me. So he would always make a joke out of it. He was like, well, you know, Gardena shot me down. So, you know, <laughs> I'm like, well, that's funny. I guess her dirty seconds are my kings. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I did. I saw him that I was like, uh, he, it was some pickup line. Like if I was to blah, 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 where would we go? And I'm like, Starbucks, downtown Riverside a riverfront park right next to red robin 9 a.m be there or else i'm leaving at 9 30 <laughs> and that was all I, he just texted me okay that was all we text for the whole night that's awesome we almost both ditched each other the next morning oh my god <laughs> well i went to i got off work at two o'clock in the morning by the time i went home mm-hmm. it was like 3 a.m and i'm like i'm exhausted why did I set such? Oh, I think it was eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, why did I set it so early? Gosh, damn. <laughs> and then, so ambitious. I was <laughs> just get the day started. Um, and then, and then uh, he was going out partying all night. So he was like, uh, I said, uh, I set my alarm. And if I woke up, then I'd go. If not, I just wouldn't go. And <laughs> He's like, I woke up and I thought about it. I was like, oh, maybe. Uh, he's like, so I pound a monster and went. And I was like, wow, we almost both ditched each other. That's exciting. <laughs> well, good thing you guys didn't. Right? <laughs> five years later. <laughs> It'll be five years 
our first date was December 10th. So it'll be five years, December 10th. Wow. I know. So don't give up. Don't give up. Keep your parameters. (laughs) All I got to say too is another thing for all those girls. Don't take the bullshit. And you know what I'm talking about. You know, they all give it to you. Well, I couldn't text you. Um, I was with my grandmother for her birthday. Okay, that but that's why you posted three times on Facebook. Yeah. Don't lie to me, asshole. You were texting other women. You just weren't interested in me. I'm your third down the line if these other two don't work out. Yeah. Don't take that BS. If they give you any excuse or you message them and they don't reply for another for two days later, delete them. Yep. Delete them. They should, if they're interested, they will message you back within a few hours. And I say a few hours because you never know. Like with work, sometimes you can't have your phone on you. Mm-hmm. Never know. But it should be within a few hours. So, and that was the thing. He went on vacation, messaged me every day. We talked every day, which I was like, mm-hmm. mind blown. What? This guy's actually talking to me. <laughs> yeah. That was hard. Like the guy I was with for, like, you're talking to for like a few months. He was like on it. Like he would respond all the time, super nice and attentive. But I'm like, that one just him going off about the messages. Like, like one, I don't do angry. Like mm-hmm. my kids' dad was angry. I don't need to do yeah that again. And so Ain't in that, that whole like, emotional thing, we're good. Yeah. So <laughs> we just parted ways. And it was kind of mutual. Like he's like, Yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm like, Yeah, me too. So I feel like you are out. That's why you're on the phone talking to other women. But there's the door. There you are. You woke up. <laughs> Always happens. Well, okay. Well, why don't we just go ahead and we can we can end it with a question. Um. <laughs> so for those who aren't uh, on the video, she had uh, her little one of her little twins was sleeping, <laughs> and he woke up. Oh, they're getting so big. So what I'll do, so you can go ahead and feed him. And by the way, I am all pro digital. You ladies don't need to be all. Next time someone snaps at you for breastfeeding out in public, you slap them in the face and say, "Damn crotch goblins!" Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, let's see here. So what I want to do is I want to let's go ahead and end it with. I always like to end my podcast with uh, knowledge or inspiration for others. Trying to think of the best way of putting that. (laughs) So when it comes to, which I think all of these topics tonight touched on this, when it comes to setting boundaries for yourself, happiness for yourself, progression for yourself in life, and having to deal with other people's issues whether narcissism sociopath psychopath however and you know issues how do you feel what would be some hints and tips maybe some things that you've learned along the way um dealing with your own issues and again like you said you can't really force some of these people to go get evaluation see look you do have a problem right here it's on the paper um how do you feel would be the best to guide yourself or someone else maybe that might have to deal with someone on a regular like you you kind of have to deal with your children's father um for me I was able to cut my mom out I just I'm like I don't need you in my life I don't have to have you in my life and yes I totally for that for anybody if you 
feel that someone is not working for your family, your life, your projection and wherever you're going, and you don't have to have them in your life, you don't need to hold on to them, family or not. Um, how do you believe, or I guess, what would you say to them? Tips, tricks, ways that you've learned to work with it in a positive manner other than cutting someone out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, for what worked for us and like, I feel like every, especially when working with like a narcissist, cause they all have their own little tool bag. Um, like what worked for us is just being very like knowing what lines to not cross so like you know for me it was anytime he started to raise his voice conversation ends end of discussion and now like he doesn't raise his voice because he knows as soon as he does I'm hanging up the phone or I'm walking away and I'd even say I'd be like nope I'm not interacting with this the end and like it was done I'd walk away or a conversation was over. Um, he do- really doesn't do that anymore because, you know, it wasn't, it's not working. He knows that that, that right there ends the conversation. Um, so it took you some time then to draw those lines with him as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a lot of, you know, back and forth and having to be firm in them because if you, you know, give in once and start to fight back, he's going to remember that and then keep doing it because it will work. If I push her far enough, she'll fight back with me. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was really hard because I like to, you know, argue and prove a point. (laughs) And I like, I'll admit, I like proving that I'm right. (laughs) And so I think that's what I do. I am too. I'm like, no, let me, my husband's the same way. He'll tell me. And I am very definite Taurus. I'm stubborn as heck. And that's, you know, been beneficial for me in the sense of like, I can hold those boundaries because I'm stubborn enough to, but also it was hard because in an argument, I'm like, I'm right. Let me be stubborn enough to prove it. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like letting those things go. Um, a couple other big things that I think helped me was accepting that you're never going to get that apology. And that I think I even posted this the other day. And if you do, it's a sign that you're probably being manipulated. Mm-hmm. And so that was huge to me because it's like he did so many, he did wrong to me like in so many ways. And it's like a big part of me, even like a small part of me now wants that apology, that sincere apology, but it's not going to happen. And so just having that peace of mind that you know, it, you're never going to get that. And you have to just accept that that's how it is because that's what we fought about a lot was like, you know, no, you did a lot of wrong things and I deserve an apology and I do deserve an apology, but it's not going to happen. So just having to like, let, let that go and just make your own peace with it, which I think just comes with time. Like I didn't, there was no secret way. It was just like, I hit a point where I was like, you know what? I'm sick of arguing about it. I'm never going to get the real apology. So I need to just drop it and let it go. Um, So that was a big one. And then just like creating the space and boundaries as far as like the things that you will not do and then just holding to them. And like for me, I wrote them out because I'm like, I'm so wishy-washy and I can easily be talked into like, I, I know like I can easily be like worked into like doing something or seeing somebody's side of something 
or like, like, you know, I'm way too understanding. So if he was like, oh, well, this is how it was. I'd be like, oh man. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. And so like, just, I had to like write out my expectations and like in our conversation, I'd be like either looking at it or read it like in like, does this meet my checklist? Nope. End of conversation, end of interaction. Like, and that was honestly how I did it. So. <laughs> and that's a very, that's, a, I think those are really good tips in understanding and holding yourself. Um, when it came to my, my own dad, which I just recently, you know, wrote out, of course he was the one who said it first, he was like, you know, you're dead to me, but accepting that I told him, I said, I'm more than welcome. You know, you're more than welcome to, to converse with me. I'm more than happy to talk with you when I get an apology. Mm-hmm. And I got an okay. That was all I got. <laughs> the text box is just said okay. Yeah. Haven't gotten a met, you know, haven't gotten an apology or anything. Um, and you're right, you've got to accept that. And it's hard, it's hard, it'll take some time, you know. Um, I like that you wrote that down because sometimes we do, we definitely need those visuals and those reminders. Um, I'm kind of on those two. I'm like, I have fibromyalgia, so I get brain fog a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not what yeah. I said. I have Crohn's, and so I I get the brain fog too. And so I'm like, and like, and it holds yourself accountable. If you make the list, you can't like, oh well, maybe it was like maybe I didn't have that as a guideline. Maybe it was more this. I'm like, no, it's written right there. Like these are your standards. These are what you're following. And I think that was with anything: baby, dad, baby, mom, parents, siblings co-workers even set those boundaries on what you will and will not take um you know we haven't discussed it ourselves but and I think I might put it on a previous one but I had really abusive co-workers that would chuck tubs of mail at me and degrade me and it got to the point where as a clerk I was like you do this again I will go to the police and I had to put my foot down I went to the union I put down in grievances I finally started holding that postmaster accountable. And when that started happening, things started stopping. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You've got to hold yourself accountable because if you, like you said, you let one inch, it'll mm-hmm. take a mile. Yep. And so, well, I really appreciate it. And he's so cute and adorable. He's passed out in her arms. <laughs> he looks completely milk drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and hope we woke him up. <laughs> Like, are you talking about me? <laughs> yes. Well, I thank you again for coming on. And again, I thank you for your amazing words of wisdom and tips and tricks for those who might be going through it. Um, for those listening, remember, we are on Reasons, Podvine, Spotify, RSS. You can listen to us on the computer, on the phone, in your car. Um, make sure to like, subscribe. Um, don't forget we have a Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel. I haven't gotten any videos up yet, but you can go ahead and like it ahead of time. <laughs> and then um, we also uh, please, we also have an email address, which is on our Facebook. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or if you'd like something to be covered that I haven't covered yet, please go ahead and message me there. Um, our next episode, um, we will try and be covering some hot topics when it comes to raising kids. So stay tuned and like, subscribe, follow, and we'll see you all again. And thank you again, Jayla, for joining me.
Thank you. You guys have a great evening. Bye-bye. Bye, little one. <laughs> bye, bye. Oh, and he's out. He's out. <laughs>